At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you on a Monday. Ian McDonald, CRG Futures with us on the Roman Guest Line. We'll get to some MLB stuff. Trade deadline tomorrow. ton of futures out there worth looking at. We'll get to that with Ian. But, Ian, we started this um, double segment with you with some football talk, with some awards. We didn't get to divisions. Give us, your, give us a couple looks on NFL divisions that you think have some value right now as we head towards – you know, the beginning of the preseason starting on Thursday night. Sure. The first one will start in the NFC East. I've liked Philadelphia uh, essentially since the offseason. I thought they made some nice moves in the draft, uh, drafting for the uh, defensive line. They also picked up A.J. Brown that night in a draft they trade. If he can stay healthy, he's a 1,200-yard receiver and a, a true number one for Jalen Hurts. So I've been on Philadelphia. I know some of the value is gone there. They were a plus 250, plus 275. Uh, price a couple months ago. I think that's down under $2 now. But I still think that they uh, win that division over the Cowboys. There's something about Mike McCarthy and that defense this year had some uh, lost some guys to free agency. Uh, so I think that the Eagles are going to be a pick. If you want a little bit more of a long shot, I like the Giants more than I like the Redskins or the Commanders, excuse me. I think that with Brian Dable there, Let's see what he can do with Daniel Jones. But they've drafted well around them, and now they've got some pros in other places, especially in the offensive line. They addressed that this past year with the tackle, and I think that the, they'll be much improved this year. Go to the NFC North. Uh, looking at the Vikings, as you heard earlier, I had a couple of awards winners uh, that I from the Vikings. That's a team that I like to upset the Packers in that division for the first time in a handful of years. I just don't like Green Bay at wide receiver. They're young and – uh, Christian Watson is from a small school. I don't know if Dubs is from Nevada, who was another guy they drafted in the fifth round, if he's ready to contribute right away. Sammy Watkins is going to get hurt any minute now, uh, so we'll wait for that. I don't know if Robert Tunyon is back and healthy. They're going to have to run the ball a lot. Uh, so I, I know it's you're not making money betting against Aaron Rodgers, but for the big plus price, I will take the Vikings in the north. In the south, I will take the Saints. Uh, last five times that the Saints have played the Buccaneers with Tom Brady. Buccaneers are one and four. They've lost all four regular season matchups. The one was the win was in the playoffs, and we talked about this a month or two ago. I remember if 
Jared Cook doesn't fumble against Tampa at home. Tampa doesn't go to the Super Bowl because New Orleans wins, and they've won five in a row against him. Dennis uh, Allen is now the head coach instead of Sean Payton. Everybody else on the staff stays the same. They've been able to do some things with Tom Brady, uh, pressure him, make him uncomfortable. And Brady has now lost his two inside linemen and his center. So he's lost both guards and his center. Uh, one to retirement, one to injury, and one left as a free agent. So, you know, are the replacements going to be able to play as well as those guys? Because that was a very uh, acclaimed offensive line that he had. So I'm going to take the Saints uh, over the over the Buccaneers in that division. You can get them for maybe plus 350 right now. And in the West, I'm going to go with the Rams. There's too many question marks with the rest of the division. Like we talked about Trey Lance, not going to bet money on him for the division. Uh, Seattle, I think, is going to be one of the worst teams in the NFC. And Arizona, I just don't like Kyler Murray, and I don't like what's going on out there with them. It got out about his watching film clause and the contract. Um, you know, it's it's just a negative feeling I get about uh, I get about the Cardinals. So I'm going to go with the Rams there in that division. So that's the NFC and the AFC. I've got the Bills winning the East, but I, I'd really like to play the Dolphins. That is a track team down in Miami. The the speed that they have in there is unbelievable. Uh, I have no interest in the Patriots, and I have no interest in the Jets anymore because I think that the top of that is loaded. I remember a couple months ago we talked about the Jets after the draft. I just don't know if they've got enough to be able to win that division, although I like what I do, and I think they're headed in the right path. In the AFC North, I've got the Bengals or the Ravens. Uh, it's kind of a coin flip to me, and you can get them about the same price depending on where you look. In the AFC South, I don't know how the Colts don't win that division. I would love to see Jacksonville be in the mix, up-and-coming team with Trevor Lawrence. He necess wasn't necessarily as bad last year as the stat said. I think that had more to do with Urban Meyer being there. But I don't know how Indianapolis does not win that division. I think Tennessee is takes a step back, and Houston is still rebuilding. And in the AFC West, good luck picking a winner. For the money, I would probably take the Las Vegas Raiders because of the price. Uh, plus, you know, six, seven, eight dollars. I've seen it uh, different prices in different apps. Shop around. Mm -hmm. I've been a lifelong Chargers fan. I can't endorse them because of what their history over the last forty years when I've watched them. But I think that that division is a real toss-up. But like I said, Las Vegas for the price might be the play because they have gotten better on both sides of the ball. So for them to be plus six, plus seven dollars, in my opinion, is a little bit too high. Oh, great stuff there. Agree with a lot of those. With Ian McDonald, at CRG Futures on Twitter. This is a BetQL Daily. Let's go to Major League Baseball. Trade deadline tomorrow. And uh, looking at the MVP, the odds would suggest that this thing's a wrap at the deadline. You could see Aaron Judge at minus 500. And the National League side in, I can't believe these numbers that we're seeing posted. I mean, it's just screaming that there are some viable candidates. Some guys that I thought were going to be at the top of the board are not at the top of the board. A lot of value on the National League side. What are we thinking overall with MVPs? I come on two weeks ago with you guys right after the All-Star break, talk about Jordan Alvarez, and he proceeds to go from 12 to 1 to 40 to 1. Nice job. Yeah. But he, he hasn't done anything to warrant dropping that far. It has not been a drop in his play. It's been the reaction to what Aaron Judge has done over the last week or two. And when we talked a couple of weeks ago, I was looking at Alvarez. First of all, it's based on merit. He's had a heck of a year. He's been better than Judge in, in a number of hitting categories. The problem is, is I think Houston has that stain still of a few years ago, and Judge is playing in New York, and he has hit some clutch home runs this year. 
my play was based a little bit on his injury history where he has missed big chunks of the last four or five seasons. And I just get a little nervous laying money out there on a guy who has an injury history. Look back one year at Jacob DeGrom. It was 1 to 10, 1 to 12, depending on where he looked last year when he came down with that shoulder injury, arm injury, that missed the rest of the year. And there were some big numbers out there on guys like Zach Wheeler and others who ended up being in the mix in the end. I had Wheeler at 75 to 1 last year. So when you talk about the AL MVP, now may not be a bad time to throw 10, 20 bucks if you got it on Alvarez at 40 to 1. But if, if you don't like him, I would probably stay away because I don't think that the other candidates outside of Shohei uh, have a chance. And I, and I think even with Shohei, that team has been so bad the last two months that I just, I just I don't think that he I don't think that he's got a shot either. It's judges to lose unless he gets injured. And at some point, it's going to get to the point in the season where even if he does get injured, it's not going to make any difference because he maybe will play at 120, 130 games and that he already has the award wrapped up, especially if the Yankees are still have the best record in the league. So, you know, there's a small window maybe for for a guy like Alvarez here to get an Alvarez ticket and just put it in your back pocket and see if something happens to judge. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Any other MLB future? National League, yes. Uh, Austin Riley, we talked about him two weeks ago. Down to plus 650 now. He was 14 to 1. Freddie Freeman down to plus 850. 14 to 1, 12 to 1 also. Uh, those are two guys that we talked about last week. Both were hitting about 400. Both had about 10 homers over their last 30 games or so. And both teams, Dodgers just got done with a 21 and 5 month of July. And obviously the Braves have cut a 10 and a half game deficit down to just a couple and they've kind of plateaued from there. But Riley and Freeman have been the two guys that have really separated themselves on their own teams because I thought there was a chance that some of those guys may split the vote. Freeman with like a Trey Turner or Mookie Betts. Uh, so it's good to see that Riley and Freeman are moving in the right direction. I wondered if Goldschmidt not being vaccinated would hurt him. Not that it should, oh. but it just, I thought it might because that's what voters of the baseball writers do is they do dumb stuff like that. So I was curious, but his price looks like it's held steady. So, but Riley and Freeman, if, if St. Louis is out of the playoff picture and the Braves overtake the Mets, you've got to consider Riley with the, with the big numbers that he's putting up. So plus 650 I see right now on BetMGM might be a ticket I would grab uh, if I was a better out there and even a little Freeman at 850 because if the Dodgers have the best record, there's a lot of people that will still consider him for uh, MVP. Let's take a look at the AL Rookie of the Year. Julio Rodriguez is injured now. Um, any bets you like in that market? Yeah, and it's actually off the board right now at BetMGM because of uh, the Julio Rodriguez injury, and this is exactly what we're talking about, is injuries to some of these guys here with still some time left in the season. Bobby Witt was a guy that I came on here a couple of weeks ago and said I really liked, and I still like him. Kansas City, uh, offensively, has been doing very well. Witt has moved from the middle of the batting order to the sixth spot where he started most of the year. Uh, now he's up in the top third, now with Andrew Benintendi gone. 
He's going to stay up there, so he's got a chance for now more RBIs. Uh, in addition to what he was doing with runs scored, he was hitting about 300 over the last six weeks or so, so he's been hot. He is a guy that I would take a look at. Um, he came up very highly acclaimed. He was a favorite, number one or two favorite in the American League to start the year, and uh, Rodriguez was behind him. So he may now start to emerge. I'm looking forward to seeing what BetMGM puts back up for a price. But uh, Bobby Wood is a guy that I would keep an eye on. Um, when they get reposted. How about Juan Soto, Ian? Such an Ian uh, interesting name. You know, I, I mean, the trade deadline coming up, we don't even know if, where he's going to go. I, it seems like, based on the rumors, he's going to stay in the National League, which does matter if you're going to bet him to win the MVP. What yeah. are you thinking? He's a guy I've looked at all year and waited and waited because you, you know a run is coming, and now it feels like that run has started uh, with his last month or so. It's another lesson I learned here last year. Um, one of them is, you know, injuries, like we talked about. Another one is finding a guy midseason, and I did this with Max Scherzer about a year ago. He was 100-1 to on FanDuel for uh, Cy Young Award, National League Cy Young. And this was when the trade rumors were uh, swirling about him going to the Dodgers. So I grabbed a piece of that and put it, you know, kind of filed it away just in case he got traded because I thought he was going to be pitching in some big games down the stretch. And he was pitching really well. The problem was Washington was terrible last year, the second half of the year, so it was going largely unnoticed. He indeed goes to L.A. and is pitching in big games, and he was great for about eight or nine starts till right at the end of the season. So I'm sitting there with a big ticket in my pocket on a guy who played for a team that was not in the playoff race and whose odds had fallen. Now he gets traded into a race. Now let's fast forward to, you know, today. Juan Soto, I believe you can find anywhere between 40 and 50 to 1. Shop around. Uh, BetMGM had him, I thought, at 45. I would have to check. Um, but he's a guy that if he goes to San Diego and you slot him in with Tatis, Machado, up at the top of that order, that's a very formidable 2-3-4. Uh, and now he comes in, and if he's the catalyst, if he's the guy that stands out amongst those three, he started very slow, and I think that that's something that a lot of people are probably remembering, but he's hit well over 300 over the last month or six weeks with an on-basis you know, approaching, what, 500, been over 500 here recently. So he's catching fire right now. Like I said, you can find him in the 40 to 50 uh, to 1 range, and it might be a good guy to put a little money on because if he is traded to San Diego, you will see that number disappear. Now, Joe, you mentioned going to the American League. He goes to the American League, then you know, no chop. Uh, but if he stays in the National League, Dodgers, Padres, Cardinals even, I think that that number disappears and you see him, uh, you know, contribute to a team who's going to make the playoffs. Not only this year, but over the next couple of years. You know, don't forget he's got a couple of years on his contract. He's not just a rental. So I think he's a guy that you may just want to make a speculative play on for, you know, just a little bit of money. Uh, might not be a bad idea. Uh, with the trade deadline tomorrow, is any part of you looking at these numbers that are quite appealing on some of these player futures and thinking – you know what, I'll just wait 24 hours because there is this chance with guys like, I don't know, Carlos Rodon, he's 30 to one. And the numbers, he checks a lot of boxes, but what if he ends up flipping leagues? Uh, are you concerned about that? You thinking, you know what, I'll just hold off a day until I know I've got a player in one specific league. And it feels like we didn't get to Cy Young yet, but it feels like there's a lot of value there as well. It's, to me, I think you have to balance it as, as a better. You've got to figure out what you're comfortable risking because do you risk him being traded to uh, a team in another league and then 
you know, you've bought a ticket on him thinking that maybe he stays in his league and he's, and you're getting a good deal on a guy. You're getting Rodon at what, 30 to one, you know, right in that range. And then he goes to the American league. Well then, you know, that's, that's probably a, a, a worthless ticket. Or do you wait, like you said, Joe, and then you buy it when you find out where he's going and take the chance that that price doesn't drop to a 15 to one or an 18 to one. If he goes to a team like you know, the Mets or somebody who's a, if, if San Francisco trades him, because it looks to me like they're falling out of contention the way they played after the all-star break. So yes, assuming that he goes to a place where he's going to be pitching in big games and can make a difference in the pennant race. Yeah. I think it just depends on the better and how much you're betting, what your bankroll is and how much risk you're willing to take because of the chance that he uh, might switch leagues. Now you can do a little research on that. You can look up, you know, Google Carlos Rodon or some of the other guys that are in a can Cyan candidates that, maybe move, see what you can find on it. You know, poke around for 10 or 15 minutes and see what some of the baseball writers have and go with that. And if you you see some guys speculating that he's going to stay in the National League, then maybe you want to risk a little bit. If you think he's going to the AL, don't do it. Great stuff. Ian, always appreciate having on. We'll do it again in a couple weeks or before football starts. That was Ian McDonald on the Roman Thanks, guest guys. line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and prize your home, go to GetRoman.com slash BeckHuel now to get $15 off your first minutes. GetRoman.com slash BeckHuel. A ton of great stuff there for me. And on the other side, we'll look into Joe's MLB Survivor Pool. Where are we as August begins? Right here on the BeckHuel Network.